And welcome to the Under the Bus podcast. My name is Clayton. I am joined by Merge as always. Merge, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Clayton? I'm I'm kind of down, I have to admit. Before we were talking, I was I was or before we started right now, I was okay. But then I remembered the nonsense that has happened in the past week. <laughs> it has not been a good time to be Clayton. To, to be a Chiefs fan and, oh, God. and, and see that. And uh, yeah, that's that's what happens when when you have a great defensive line and backup <laughs> offensive line. So all I got to say is I, I they still could have been in the game, even in spite of that. If three catches happen, they could have been down by a touchdown or even tied. But yeah. it is what it is. I. You know? I I want to make those points, but I also don't like being that Chiefs fan or, you know, that fan period of if this, 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 and this would have happened. Then... Oh, no, but they're very, very, very – let's just say if the Mike Evans PI doesn't happen, uh, if the offside on the, the field goal doesn't happen, and uh, Tyreek Hill and Demarcus Rob- Robinson catch up football, it's probably like a three-point three point game with, with Pat Mahomes down the stretch. And- <laughs> and Daryl Williams catches a ball that hits, that hits him his in the face. face. Yeah, when he he Mahomes threw that when he was like almost on the ground, it was it was, it was like a Superman. He was laid out like Superman. Yeah, he, he just, <laughs> yeah. All right, so you'll have to excuse us. We haven't really talked in person about that game, so I'm still I'm still crushed as a Chiefs fan. Um, anyways, <laughs> we got a few things to talk about in Lakerland. The last podcast we did was, oh, goodness, a week and a half ago, I think, almost yeah, two weeks ago. It was before the Boston – it was the, it was the game before the, the Boston Celtics win. Sure. Yeah, so it's definitely been a while. Um, apologies for that. A um, few things we're going to talk about. AD, of course, being out. We have some uh, – a odd stretch of games. Um, that. <laughs> some lineup discussion, um, possible needing of a break, and some seating and some a little bit of other things. First off, I want to get into I think what everyone has their mind on most. Um, it's been talked to death on the timeline. So I don't want to spend too terribly much time on it, but mm. the Anthony Davis injury where he has uh, Achilles tenosis. I think I said that right. Um, And some people are saying that this is an injury that is chronic and lasts forever. And others are just saying, while it can lead to being serious, as of right now, it just needs to be managed properly. And the Lakers with Judy uh, Seto, I think I said her name right. Yeah. seem to be doing that now if this was was marco uh nunez nunez i would highly question it but with 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 judy we trust um i i I, I think a lot of people have ptsd with the word achilles honestly i i think that is the biggest reason that people are freaking out so much yes yes not only because obviously kobe but also as a chiefs fan with eric fisher rupturing (laughs) his achilles in the afc championship game and i just had to hear about it like three days later and i was just like son of a bitch like Mm -hmm. yeah achilles is is a cursed word (laughs) 
someone has an Achilles injury, just put them in a casket. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it seems like they're going to take the very cautious route, and I highly approve of that. Hell, like, sit them out for another five, six games for all I care. The Lakers are 20 and six, a half game back of the best record in the NBA. And apparently they were being talked about like they were about to die. Um, there, there are several games ahead of other teams. So I'm if they want to if they want to go ahead and rest AD for another week or two, I'm totally fine with it. Do you do you have any other opinions on it? No, I, I agree with that. Um I'm very conflicted in terms of there's just there's one game that I really, really just want to win. I I want to beat the Brooklyn Nets so bad. <laughs> I want to win that no. game so bad. We play them on the 18th. We are ta- speaking currently it is the 11th. A week from today, we play, we play the Brooklyn Nets. I want to beat them so bad. But I, I, I want to restrain myself and remember it is just a regular season game. We lost to the Bucks in that first game last year. We lost to the Clippers two times in a row last year. They weren't they weren't even close to where we were. So I, I need to remember that. But man, I want them to beat the Brooklyn Nets. I do think um if I had to guess, I think he comes back for the Nuggets game. That's just a, a gut feeling. Um but if he decided to sit out, so if we play play tomorrow, we play the uh, Grizzlies, then we play the Nuggets, Timberwolves, and then I believe the uh, nets after that so uh i can see him coming back in that denver game if he doesn't i'm fine with him setting out the denver and the timberwolves game if he has to set out the nets game fine but it, it, it it's always just uh you have to be cautious with this stuff and that's the most important thing uh when it comes to your franchise cornerstone you know i mean lebron's lebron but uh, ad is gonna be with this team for five plus years, you know, he might, he might be here for the rest of his career. So we really need to uh, put the bubble wrap on him, so to speak. Yeah. You don't want a, uh, a Brooklyn 2019, 2020 season where you have, you know, Katie out the entire year. You don't want that for the Lakers. Yeah. So I, I, I'm totally fine with them taking the highly, highly, highly cautious route if you just need to sit him for a couple weeks, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, he, he, and it's been very obvious he hasn't been himself, uh, yeah. really, really the whole season outside of a few games, maybe a couple games where he has looked like Anthony Davis. Yeah, um, he, which is there's, crazy there's, because he's still like one of the most impactful players in the NBA still with his defense. <laughs> he, he definitely has not looked himself. Um, I, I've seen some people float on the timeline that he may have gotten COVID during the seventy-one day off break. Um, I don't want to sp- like say that yeah. what happened, but he he doesn't he doesn't look in shape and and I Draymond Green. Yeah, too. yeah. Draymond Draymond even said that he just doesn't look like himself. He does not look like he's in shape. He didn't say AD, but it was very highly implied that it was AD, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. So um, if if he needs to, again, take a, a week, uh, two weeks off and then just time manage, then like this Lakers team clearly only, only cares about the playoffs because we'll kind of get into it. The Lakers, the last three games have played – Four overtimes. Yeah. OKC twice and Detroit with Detroit being two overtimes. 
then the next game an overtime against OKC. And then again, last night it was, I, I have to admit I had, it started off so bad that I told merge like, cause we wanted a podcast after the game. I was like, with how this is going, I'm going to end up falling asleep. And it was like, it was like the third quarter. And I was like, Oh, they're in this now finally. Cause they were, they were up a couple points. And I was just like, they'll probably win this one. And then, yeah. Like all I remember was waking up at like one o'clock and the TV was still on. <laughs> so um I I have yet to actually see the end of that game. It was um, a weird, it was a weird one. It, like yeah. it, I, I just woke up to notifications from like ESPN on you know Google since I have a Google phone and and you know, of course, all the DMs of just like it's another overtime. And I was like, oh my god. My my <laughs> wife, when I when uh when <laughs> when we woke up in the morning she was just like they went into overtime again didn't they and i was like how did you and she's like i was pretty sure she's like i i actually woke up um a couple minutes before the game ended or in regulation and i was just uh, yeah i was just like oh my word like <laughs> what a what a ridiculous a ridiculous week so um those are th- two bad teams now okc isn't as bad as the pistons but 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 i mean if you it's two bad teams where if you include that they didn't have shay last night yeah and you know shay was killing us in in that first game but they're they're well coached team but we shouldn't be you know playing like this against them i will say i to pick a little bit of a positive from the the overtime games um it's been three Two really good good games for guys not named LeBron James or Anthony Davis. Um, Montrez Harrell has has I think he has three three games this year against the Thunder. All three of them he has scored twenty or more points. Yeah. Um, Dennis has been great as a defender, and we'll talk about Dennis a little bit more in that aspect. And as a guy shooting the ball, I do want him to shoot more. I do think he passes up on a lot on, on a decent amount of shots. Um, West Matthews came off the bench as the two Thunder games because of no Caruso, and um, he was great. He looked like you know the West that we were all expecting, uh, making open threes, playing really good defense. Even Markeith Morris had a good game, so I, I think maybe it's a good a good like building of, of the team that your um, new si- new signing guys all had really, and even Marcus All last night. I think he had twelve points and uh, three blocks, a couple steals, something like that. So. All of the the new signings and the new guys that we have and Markeith Morris were really good and and maybe this builds up uh, maybe in the long term this is a good stepping point for those four guys to be the their best versions in the playoffs you know yeah I I agree it's we could go ahead and talk about Wes just yeah. focus on Wes um, as you said it's just kind of what you were expecting I, obviously you're not going to expect you know what was he four for five the other night. Four for five um, in the first game, and I think he was three for eight last night. Yeah, so like three for eight, I think we can all kind of assume thirty-seven and a half percent. That's a decent percentage. Yeah. Um, so plus some like, really good defense. I thought he he really uh down the stretch he defended Al Horford a lot, and I was trying to back him down a few different times, and he said his grounded. It was reminiscent of uh, the uh, the our first uh, Josh Hart experience where he would he would stand up every big man. Um, mm-hmm. so uh, if that's the West that we get, that's the guy who I want closing 
a lot of playoff games, honestly. Um, I, I tweeted it out last night, but I if if this West is the West that we get in those big games, that I think ideally our closing five would be uh, Schroeder, Caruso, Matthews, LeBron, AD. Um, I think what West brings more defensively than KCP would, uh, especially because he can defend up a little bit. Uh, so I think if this is the West that we'll get – somewhat consistently during the playoffs. And I, that's the guy that I really trust down the stretch. And, he, and you know, seeing him make hustle plays and stuff like that, it was like we didn't see that a lot in the, his first uh, handful of games. So it's nice to see him sort of hustling a lot and getting the team kind of um, energized with, with his, his de- defense and his hustle. Uh, so it's nice to add another one of those guys when we have, you know, Caruso, who does that all the time, Kuz, who's been doing that a lot recently, THT, you know, doing THT things where he – just get the whole squad energized. So if Wes yeah. is another guy that can do that, that would be great. We'll, we'll talk about THT as usual in a little bit. Uh, one thing I have to say before I forget is that dude just took oh, the ball away last night. I think it was Darius just, Basley. I can't remember. Yeah, it was probably Basley and, and, and another dude. Just like he didn't even like tip it away. He just like straight grabbed it from him. I was I was like, did he just? Yeah, yeah. He he just <laughs> seriously just took that, just mm. took it. Um, just because it, it was so like, like sudden, like oh, THD has the ball. Yeah. Okay. Like all right. <laughs> so um, yeah. I I I do agree. West didn't look like himself for a while. Um, I, he had some Achilles soreness earlier. Yeah, in the season did. as well, um, which I hope isn't some type of weird thing for the Lakers this year. It okay. kind of it, like I'm not trying to like put that on them, obviously, but for I'm teams, or, if, right now. yeah, <laughs> if uh, if 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 like one or two guys come down with something, it always seems like multiple guys come down with it. Um, but I remember in preseason he was hustling his ass off, and we're like, "Dude, it's the preseason! Like, yeah. knock it off!" So it kind of look a little bit more by himself. Um, I I just know that when the Lakers had gone to that nine man lineup, and and in the podcast that we had last with Allen, we had talked about like maybe consolidating talent, and I still think that could possibly be something that should be looked into, um, because just because like i think a, a higher end instead of a little bit more extra depth for the playoffs will matter um but i think wes being what 34 35 or something like that he's a guy and also having multiple major injuries in his career it probably is smart to have you know him sit two three games in yeah. a row you know um or, or if not that like sit out back to backs uh yeah, for sure. I I think just him making sure like he's he's healthy. We had kind of talked about that also at the very beginning of this or just before the season started, you know, about minutes and this that and the other. Um and he's been a guy that plays a lot in his career, but I think he just for the best for the team and him, just kind of like what they're doing um you know, as you said back-to-backs or, you know, if they have Three games in four nights or something yeah. like that. Yeah, or or four games in a week. You might just yeah. look to kind of 
sit him. Um, or one a, or two a long those. road trip, stuff like that. Like, like where kind of pick and choose where it is. But like, if you have an opportunity, I think it'd be best to to rest him. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with it. So, yeah, I, I'm, I was, I was very happy with that. The we don't have it written down that we're going to talk about him. The one dude that I am kind of concerned with is Markeith. Um, he hasn't seemed like he was mad that he was sitting when the Lakers were playing that nine-man rotation. Um, he did make a, as you said, a comment, I think, after the game um, about how he has to kind of adjust to it. And, I, I mean, honestly, he kind of he's the odd man out. You know, yeah, especially with the way THT has played, I think he's very obviously the eleventh man. Uh, with THT and West floating around that that nine ten mark, you know, yeah, for sure. And THT likely going to start bumping himself up higher into that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I I do kind of worry about that. Keith seems to be doing well with it. Um, we didn't hear any bitching from him or anything like that. So that's not what I'm saying. He said. Um, or how he was acting, he's been a total professional about it. So, oh yeah, um, yeah, it, but, it was it was just an interesting comment that he made, and, and I thought like the comment was valid, but mm-hmm. it's it's it, it kind of perks your ear up your ears up when you when you hear him kind of mention that. I don't think he is complaining at all. It's just you know, it just you know something to, to keep an eye on as the, the year goes on, especially if Frank starts playing that nine man rotation. We can transition into that right now. Uh, that that nine man unit uh, that we saw starting from the Boston game. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's interesting to kind of track his his sort of uh, play style and effort and stuff like that. If he ends up uh, getting more minutes, yeah, for sure. The as we said a couple times, the nine man unit dropped from you know including Wes and and Keith to. The starting lineup of Schroeder, KCP, LeBron, AD, and uh, Mark Gasol. And then the bench consisted of THT, Caruso, uh, Trez, and Kuzma. So they looked pretty good with that. Oh, yeah. Nine man rotation. And that was kind of one reason why I said like consolidation might be something that they should consider. Yeah. Um, not, not only does it give like, guys like a THT more minutes, but I think the biggest thing is consistency. So THT can sort of build a habit of, okay, I'm coming in around this time. This is what I'm going to do. This is like how I'm going to sort of go after when I get in, you know, instead of having to worry about, oh, I might not get more minutes. I need to, you know, just press, 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 press. And I think that's a big, that's important to, you know, his development. Um, and I think the team is good enough where you can do that with a twenty-year-old. Uh, and not only not not only is he just playing; I mean, he's performing. He's legit. Like he's playing, he, and he's getting legit. Like uh, mm-hmm. like he, he he's a plus for the team. You know. Oh yeah, I I've said in several DMs that if he was in like Charlotte, he would be probably starting, and he would probably be close to twenty points a game. Yeah, no, yeah, and, you know... And people uh, would be talking about one hell of a backcourt with LaMelo and THT. Oh, man, dude. That'd be a ridiculous backcourt. Um, uh, and not, well, not not just uh, it being a nine-man unit. We can go a little bit clo- uh, a little bit more specific. Uh, we talked about that lineup of meh in the last 
yeah. uh, the last pod. And right, immediately the very next game that they played, uh, they went with the Caruso, THT, LeBron, Kuz, and Montrez Harrell. And that unit killed it. I, I think there may have been one game where they didn't perform well. And I think it was the um, – I think it was the first. It was the first Thunder game where they just didn't really have it defensively. Uh, they they weren't really performing well. But against the Celtics, uh, that game against Detroit, they were playing well. Uh, I'm, I know I'm missing a game. There's another game. Well, with take- with the game against the first game against OKC, uh, Caruso was out, wasn't he? Oh no, oh, no, 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 my bad. So it was the the Detroit game that they were underperforming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that they yeah. weren't playing well. But then there's there was a couple of games before that where they were a legit plus and a big reason why I think the big reason why they won the Celtics game. I, I think without that that unit starting the second and fourth quarters, I mean they were down 10 going into the, that fourth quarter against the Celtics, and that unit went on an 11 0 run with yeah. Caruso's hustle and THC playmaking and Trez becoming a monster inside, which, which he's always been, but more so he's getting more opportunities now to finish around the rim. Uh and Kuz doing his new like uh, hustle energy man thing, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. With Kuz, but uh, and then LeBron being LeBron, it, it just and that unit can switch everything too. Uh, it, it's just it's very the just like dyna- dynamic of a, of a unit, and it's such a huge contrast from the one with Wes and Keith that they're a lot slower. And Wes is a good defender, but at the time he wasn't wasn't defending that well. He was slow footed. Keith had been struggling a lot. Um, that unit just injected a lot of energy and a lot of just kind of life and hustle into the squad, and it, and it carried over yeah. to help them win yeah. a couple of games for sure. I mean that that backcourt of Caruso and THT is huh. is like they they get the Lakers up those two. Caruso's been that oh, guy yeah. for like the last three years, anyways. Yeah, but. But this year, you know, THT, you know, like if THT makes a play, I, I can't remember who exactly was saying it. It might have even been one of one of the old broadcast guys um, talking about whenever THT um, makes a play, like the whole team gets amped up because they all love him. You know? Okay, I mean, remember that uh, game against Denver. Uh, they went out in the third middle of the third quarter. They went out with a unit. It was that lineup minus Caruso and adding a uh, shooter. Um, and uh, I mean, they went on a, I think it was a 20 Oh run uh, where they were, went from down eight to up 10 or 12. And THC had a, a, a sequence where it was a, a, he tipped the ball from Jamal Murray. He stole it, went, went for a bucket. Then the, he swarmed Jamal Murray went went back down and, and, and I think LeBron like launched him a pass down, down court and he scored. Um, so, I mean, it's just, THT, I think that was his his second seventeen point game of the of the year, but uh, and he's performing a lot. Some really good teams he's legit performing with, and then yeah. of course Caruso, who uh, I mean we've talked multiple times about how important the guy is, but in, specifically let's say that Celtics game where he saved the game, he won the Lakers that, that game with that with that uh, stop at the end, or at least being able to slow Jalen Brown down. And then in that Atlanta game, he was like swarming Trey Young whenever he got a chance. When, you know, when Trey wasn't getting, being, wasn't flopping for, for a foul. And again, I, 
a guy I, that I love. I love Trey, but man, yeah, I I love Trey. I love Luca, but they both have turned into like Harden with their foul hunting, and this is just kind of a, a side rabbit hole. Um, I love how the NBA has made it like a point of emphasis. They say at the beginning of every year for like the past five years, we are not going to call fouls for guys that are hunting for them, you know, that are launching into guys like, because Luca, I, I mean, we've talked about how much we love Luca. Yeah. Luca had, had a shot against, man, I can't remember who it was. I just, I just, it might've been the Clippers. I'm not hundred percent sure, but no, 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 no. It was, it was against, it was against Golden State because I remember it being Wiggins and Wiggins, Wiggins did jump at him. Yeah. But he wouldn't have landed in his shooter, shooting space, you know, if, if Doncic just went up and shot. But instead of just going up and shooting, Luca jumped into him and it wasn't even close, you know, and I'm just like, what are we doing? Like they call those fouls, but then they don't call like when AD or LeBron or someone gets hacked or THT. THT is getting hit on almost every drive. Oh yeah, and he's not oh, getting called. Shooter, Dennis Shooter, a shooter. lot. Of times. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so it's just it's just it's, it's just frustrating. It, it, yeah, it is. It is a legitimate problem. problem. It's it is it's the Super Bowl all over again for me. Um, but. <laughs> But it's just, you know, like seeing seeing those things, it's just like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Like what? I, I always thought that if a if um if the shooter initiates contact, it was a no a no call. But I swear so many times a game I see players initiate contact and the other player gets called for a foul. It's it is a, a legit problem and, and it it's kind of worrying that it's a lot of these young guys who are doing it and guys like Luca and Trey who are just starting their NBA careers. Mm -hmm. And is this, is this going to so be now a thing? They're, yeah. They're going to be expecting time. that their entire career. Or, and not, not only that, these, they're, these are two very, very popular players are new players or aspiring players. Kids going you know, look up to them and think, Oh, this is what I have to do to, to, you know, make it in the NBA. It's just, it's a whole problem that frankly, I mean, there's a lot of other things that, the NBA needs to be taken care of right now, but that, that, that's another thing where you just add to the, to the list that they have just really dropped the ball. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's and, just and, it and I mean, so frustrating to watch yeah. that. It is, it, yeah, just straight up so frustrating to watch. So, all right, we'll get back to it. Um, the the we do we obviously like that that new nine man rotation when it's in use. We don't know now if it will be with. With Keith, the first night against OKC not looking great, but then the second night looking – or wait, I think I flipped that. He looked no, no, better no, the first – Okay, no. yeah. So he looked – he didn't look great the first night, looked better the second night. Wes looking really good the first night and still pretty pretty good, pretty good the second night. Um, I don't know if we'll see that if, or if Frank will go back to the 11-man rotation or a 10-man rotation since AD might – may or may not be out. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the next guy I want to talk about is Dennis Schroeder. So he was in a pretty big slump and for what, like two weeks. And to be quite honest, he's still not exactly 
out of it because his three-point shooting has is still not great. Last night, he was one for three. The first night against OKC, he was a one for seven. But yeah. that him and it was LeBron, both they were they were shooting shots where you they were hitting the front side of the rim. So that generally means you don't have enough leg. Yeah. These guys, these guys are already tired. And we'll we'll kind of get to that in a little bit. Um, so I'm not overly worried. Overall, the last few games, other than the the first night against OKC, he's been pretty good. Um, going back to the the last game of February, I know subjective timeline, but whatever. Um, he was three for eight against Boston. Um, so and one for five for three. So not fantastic, but five for five from the free throw line. He has been killing it from the free throw line, except of course the first game against uh, OKC. Uh, six for ten then against Atlanta, then against Denver seven for nine against the Detroit seven for nine. First game against OKC uh, six for sixteen. Um, so just kind of doubled up what he did with Boston, um, and then. the corner the three-point shot still isn't coming around great um i don't think it's necessary it's like way off misses i think it's just kind of right now he like his just legs kind of aren't in it yeah and i i I will say about the those two bad games that you pointed out the first one against the fender and the the boston one um he did perform really well down the stretch um that boston game he had a huge and one uh to put him up by i think three or something like that and then in in the thunder game he had a couple of uh, crucial buckets and he played really good game a defense against uh shea gilgis alexander um so yes while he has struggled in those games uh I, i he is pretty consistently bringing it uh, on defense and in those clutch moments, and we can talk about his defense right now, which I, which I mean, I would yeah. say is probably so, the best attribute so far this year for the team. Yeah. So the thing with the thing with if anyone have a bit of a problem with you, um, <laughs> it's it's kind of annoying for some people in the chats that yeah. uh, you know they're like, but I really like this guy. I'm like I don't care. He's not at least six four, six five. And uh, which sounded sometimes... someone else I know, huh? <laughs> it sounded someone else I know. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, it's just. Anyways, but coming into the year, I was hesitant about um about Schroeder because again, I'm a heightist. So him being six one, um, was was I was like, I don't know. I And like his history at, at Atlanta, where he just wasn't that great, especially on defense. Um, but then he, he started to turn around in OKC, especially last year, where he was really good in advanced numbers. And I wanted to see it this year. And thankfully, I think part of it being that he has like a six, seven wingspan, I believe, mm-hmm. um, that that plus six really helps him. And especially the fact that he is really quick and he is also not just a high jumper. He is a quick jumper as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can kind of get up and contest guys. Um, I mean, like, it's not like he's going to block Brandon Ingram. No, you know? but he, but, he made some, some blocks on, like, Shea. Where he had, like, yeah, he yeah. got him, like, right, right at the rim, too. And, and Shea is 6'6", you know, and has, like, a 6'11 wingspan. So, yeah. 
you know, he's he's definitely he, he's not as he's definitely not as bad as I was thinking. He's actually well, I think there have been a couple of times where he's been a bit more inconsistent on defense. It's still a plus. And I know a lot of people want size. We we talk about this in a DM all the time. Um I I just don't know against which team he's really that big of a detriment against. It, it's really like I, I think there's an argument that the Clippers could. But the uh, thing the thing is 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 when when it comes down to it, the Clippers are gonna have one of Pat Bev or Lou generally on the floor to close the game. That's true. Or or even like a like a Nick Batum, which I think Dennis can guard Nick Batum, you know. Um, and likely you'll have, if they're switching, it's going to be like Caruso. They're switching. Yeah. On to, and, yeah. Not that. and, and the thing, and the thing is, is then they have to guard him who right. on that team is going to be able to guard him as quick as, as he is. Yeah. They can swallow him up a little bit with size, but they don't have a rim protector. So it's yeah, yeah, fine, but he's, isn't fast enough anymore off, no. off the dribble. Um, uh, going a little bit back to his uh, Dennis's defense, and I said it in, I think in the last pod. It's it is very reminiscent to me to how Chris Paul plays defense, um, mm-hmm. because he is around the same size as Chris Paul, and obviously he played with Chris Paul, but yeah. uh, it's very like like very like feisty sort of, and he's like really attacking. Like, um, the, the Lakers had him on Jason Tatum a lot of that Celtics game, yeah. uh, and he was really getting into Jason and really like pressing off. He's he's annoying as shit. He is oh, yeah. he is he is what Pat Bev thinks he is. You know, like <laughs> of of instead of Pat Bev just with mouthing off to people, like Dennis is just up in their grill. And oh, yeah. because because like he does have some good length to him, and he's just all over the place. I yeah I I just against some teams, of course, it will be you know an issue. Like some nights against the like the in a series, the Clippers might just have his number, you know, but then you, then you go big, you know, like you don't always have to close with him, you know, but you also have to factor in like Marcus Morris is not defending him. Kawhi isn't going to defend him. Paul George isn't going to defend him. So Nick Batum's not going to defend him. Nick Batum can't defend him still so like someone's someone's going to have to defend the lightning quick point guard um and and obviously like their length can disrupt him especially like if he goes up for a weak ass layup but you know it's still i don't i don't think it's that even then it's like one of like luke canard lou williams pat bev reggie jackson on him yeah you know yeah and none of those guys can really defend him because I mean, Pat, outside of Pat, Pat, but, Pat, but, but yeah, so, but, I, I don't think Pat will be on Dennis Shooter. I think they'll put Pat on like LeBron or something. Like, seriously, they, I mean, I remember the the Clippers doing that where they put Pat on LeBron a lot, mm-hmm. and or if not that, maybe he is he's he's like a safety and he's on like a KCP or a Caruso or a Wes Matthews or something like that. I can see yeah. that as well. Yeah, but, I also just think that Pat is kind of taking a, a bit of a step back on defense. Um, and he's been hasn't he been hurt quite a bit this year? It feels yeah, like he hasn't played too much this year. I, I think he played yeah. maybe half their games or something. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not. And it, and it sounds like they're, they're looking to trade him too. Yeah, him and Lou. I've, and Lou, yeah, I've, I've seen that. Um, so 
with with I think it's a week or so until till Dennis can sign his bigger extension. Yeah. I'm not I can't remember the exact number, so you'll have to someone will have to look that For up. For whatever right. reason, like February 16th sticks out in my head, but um, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um it he's supposed to be able to make what an additional it's something like four years and eighty million dollars or something like that. Oh, I heard twenty-two. I've, I've heard eighty-eight. So okay, so eighty-eight. Yeah. So that that would probably be the max that he could get um, during during that. Um, I don't think that I would give him eighty-eight. Um, I, I think, think I, give, I I give him twenty. I, I think that that's my max at the moment. I think twenty is where I, I tap out. Yeah, I um, I think I think I think eighteen is where I top out at. And and I think a lot of Lakers people would just be like, well, like that's too much. I've been saying since D'Angelo Russell was drafted by the Lakers that eventually contracts will start to come down for those guys that are good, but not great. And that's what Schroeder is. He's good. He's not like I don't know like what he's, where he's we a starting going. he's a starting point guard in the NBA. Yeah, like I think he's a top 15 point guard probably. Yeah, I say um, that. Even though point guard is kind of like the deepest spot in the league. It um, is, but, but I I would I would trust him a lot more than even some of the the guys who people would consider better than him. I would yeah. trust him more than that, you know. Yeah, I think I agree with that too. Um so I I, I think like Four and seventy-two, depending obviously, like on everything else. At the very least, you're you have now a massive trade chip. At the okay. very least, they're and, definitely going to re-sign him because it's very yeah. important to re-sign him. Regardless of even if 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 you do want him out, you can trade him in the offseason if that's good. They that probably won't happen, but you know you traded. Danny Green in a first round pick for him. It's you have to keep your ass also in a on a team that's hard capped. Yeah, I mean, what who are you gonna find better for a, a yeah. cheaper price? It doesn't have to be a cheaper price than what De- what Dennis is going for. Who's gonna be better than him that you can go? I mean, outside of like magically falling oh, upon Bonzo, but like even yeah. that, I Bonzo would probably get more than that. Yeah, and and the thing is, is is you can't you you have to you kind of you have to keep him you can't let him walk one because of the assets yeah danny green letting him go is not really that big of a deal um no. for the lakers and you know overall number 30 in the draft or 29 i think it was 28 28 yeah you're, yeah. you're right again not that big of a deal no. um but you still have to keep that because as you said hard capped they're not going to be able to just go out and sign whatever free agent because like you you can't like you can you can only sign those big deals like to the salary cap and then after anything after that is guys that you've had and you it's bird rights that's the only way that's how it works so you can't and then then if you want to trade for a star there's your your money, you know. There, yeah. There's your there's your uh, yeah. your say salary. say say that you signed Dennis Schroeder to, you know, the eighteen million that I said. Mm-hmm. In the off season, Kyle Kuzma turns into what thirteen a year? Thirteen, thirteen, yeah. That's thirty-one million dollars in two players. 
Yep. Last and, year, last year, the Lakers, in order to get to that, would have had to give up like six players. And maybe you you can even make an argument, and especially if uh, if Mark it retires after this year, you can make an argument that you can trade his five mil, and add, that can be thirty six, and and three players that you can trade to someone. Obviously, I, I don't see us making that. There's no star that I see us getting because we don't have the asset, but. If we wanted to, and a team was this valued Kyle Kuzma like he's like he's like a king or something, then like uh, then yeah, they're, they're, like there you go. But and, and we have the options to be flexible with it. That's the biggest thing that, especially being hard capped and um, you know guys like we can talk a little bit about what what that means for Caruso and and THT. But you know being able to, to keep those guys as a hard capped team is very important. You know. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's just it's contingent on a lot of different things, especially I, I, the the luxury tax as well. That's part of it. Uh, Eric Pincus had an article about uh, what the Lakers could do to cut luxury tax. I, I think if, if they if, if they resigned everyone or, or if everyone stayed, uh, Tht Schroeder, Caruso, and uh, Montrez, they'd have to pay like over hundred million in luxury tax. Um, yeah. I I'd like to say that the Lakers will be willing to do that. Not not saying that I think Trez is staying or anything, but uh, and add to the fact that that Kuzma's contract goes to thirteen million. That's a, over hundred million dollars in luxury tax. Uh, so it, it really just comes down to how willing Genie and the ownership is to. It's you know, and, and just a little FYI for people. It's not going to be Genie Bus paying that. It's oh yeah. Not. It's going. It's going. Genie Bus is a small business owner. Yeah, yeah. They got. They got that. Uh, that nice government, uh, stimulus check. Um, they turned it. They turned it down. But um, I I they gave it back. Alan had said that the the owner or the yes, I know, Doctor. Damn it, he's the guy that owns. He owns the L.A. Times and in several other things. Big, big money. Yeah. Um. Fudge, man, it's gonna piss me off that I can't remember his name. Um, but if when it comes time to you know Lakers needing to pay the the luxury tax, luxury tax, it will be it'll definitely be Doctor Patrick Soon Xiong. I think I said that right. I think, um, <laughs> dudes, dude is owner of AEG, the world's largest owner of the sports team. Uh, yeah, he's got a. He's oh, and one of the minority owners is Philip Onschitz. I, I think that that might have been the guy he brought up. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's there's multiple people as minority owners, and like all of them are billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> so the 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 bus family will not be the ones paying the luxury tax. It'll be it'll be one of the billionaires. So any um, worry that COVID and not being able to have fans and stuff affects that at all you think no i don't think so either but like that 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 was an argument i was brought up in the pinkest article um uh, yeah <laughs> it is what it is there's a lot of people that are worried about losing really thc or caruso but no. we we've talked about it uh you're i don't not, think if you're if you think that they're going to let tht go you're out of your mind oh yeah tht isn't going anywhere which is i think which no. is why people focus more to caruso no. again caruso is a lifer, like I, I, I want to call my shot. He's a lifer. <laughs> so we'll be in a purple and gold jersey next year. Yes, he will be. Um, 
Jane retired in, in the Laker jersey. There's it, it's it's not it's not tampering when it's your own player. <laughs> Let's just, just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just say that. Um. Anyway. Anyways. Um. I would. I'd be willing to pay pay Schroeder probably as of right now at least like the Luau Dang deal. And for a hard cat team, that's not that big of a deal. Um. Especially because I don't think Trez is back. I don't think I think Kuzma will probably be parted out as well. Um. Probably dealt to like a team like San Antonio for like a much cheaper guy. Um, they could, they could, um, they'll, they'll absorb that contract and give the Lakers a smaller contract because, you know, there are some teams that like Kuzma a lot. And Kuz is arguably having his best year as well. So he's even being bought into a lot more now. I, I definitely agree. Um, so I, I, that clears up like $23 million. So, and it's not, and it's not like. Uh, giving Dennis a a eighteen million dollar contract raises him much. He's only going to be it, it's like a four million dollar increase, if that, maybe three. Um, so I'm not overly concerned about about that. There's there's definitely ways for Lakers to gain um a little yeah. bit of money. And we've seen Polinka get very savvy with this sort of stuff, so I, I wouldn't no. be too worried. No, no, I. Yeah, it's just about how probably they set set up the signings in order. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned about it. Um, like you, you probably have to it, like agree with Dennis first. I think, Before or 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 like Caruso, and because he doesn't have bird rights or he has early bird rights. I think. Do so. you think Dennis signs an extension before the year's end, or do you think they wait it out until the regular until the off season? I think, I think they probably waited out. That's yeah, I think, I, th- I think so too. Um, because maybe they want to see kind of how, where guys like TSG and Caruso go for the rest of the season and how much that they're going to end up asking for uh, mm-hmm. on the market. Um, so just so they can sort of gauge that. Not that I think it yeah. really. Well, THT, that, let, let's let's start out real quick before we move on. THT is capped at what he can make it and we're not talking about four like four four years it's 50 million four, it's, he can make. it's four years 52 million 52 million right because Post- of the arenas contract what he would do is make something like four for two years in a row and then it jumps to like 18 million dollars now that was avoided by the lakers just like five years ago with jordan clarkson they avoided that by instead of doing it as four four massive jump, they did four years at twelve and a half million dollars. Yes, which is so what then, I think he ends up getting. Personally, I think I think that he probably ends up getting something like that too, or even a little bit less of of four and and like forty eight, which isn't that much less. But because he didn't play his first year, and like Clarkson starred, you know, in his first two years, so that's why he got you know the max quote-unquote of the arenas contract so um that's what tht's not going anywhere guys he's not going to jump up to all of a sudden making 18 19 20 million dollars it's not it's not possible it's just not no um caruso probably sees a good jump but again they should they should have that money available so 
the last the really the last guy on the Lakers that we want to talk about, unless we want to talk more about THT, even though we've already touched on him. Um, yeah, I know fair. that we had said that we wanted to, but I think it's we're good on him. Um, is KCP. Um Lakers Twitter is is very fickle. it is it is <laughs> yeah, it is a place that a lot of times I would honestly sometimes political twitter is better off than lakers twitter it is just a shit show um from today seeing someone saying that the lakers should would be better off with anthony davis not playing just so lebron can get the mvp to you know just then there was a discussion of you know why is kcp not getting you know shit on but kyle kuzma does oh my God. like like Guys, just why do we have to do this? Why do we have to do this? KCP has been on what, like a three-week struggle yeah. now. It's he had one. He had like one good game against like the uh, the Hawks, Hawks. I think where he had like yeah. four or five threes um, in his hometown. So it it does it does make a little bit of sense that he would. And they they pushed for him because he did not start off well on that game either. He missed like his first like four or five shots. Yeah. Um, but he, guys, he's still shooting forty four percent from three. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is still better than Kyle Kuzma, and mm -hmm. he plays really good defense. The Lakers trust him, and just because he is struggling for a couple of weeks does not mean that all of a sudden, like, it's time to just just torch him for some reason yeah and i mean if this continues for you know another month or something then yeah maybe, maybe we can or maybe not maybe in a couple of weeks then yeah maybe we can start actually worrying about it but let's just give him some time different guys in and out of the lineup there's been the effort level has been different every every game for certain players i mean lebron seems to even when, he, when lebron plays he seems to coast through two and a half quarters and you know it's, it's just a little weird uh come playoff time i I will put my full trust and faith into KCP. He's shown us before that he's ready for that. He's always there for that kind of, you know, moment. So even if he does kind of shit the bed the rest of the year, I still am going to be like, well, let's wait until the playoffs. Yeah. He, ever since that seven and seven for 10 game against Milwaukee, he has not been, been playing well. So yeah, it's, it's been two, three weeks now. Um, one for ever since that game, one for three, one for eight, one for two, zero for one, zero for two, three for six, one for three, and then he's oh for his last five from deep. Um, yeah, he he hasn't been playing great. the The game against Detroit, I feel like there were a lot of people out. I don't I don't even remember who all was out, but he played. I know him and Schroeder both played forty plus minutes that game. Um, he's yeah, I mean he's on a slump. Like we've seen this from THT. He's, he has, he's literally missed, you know, nine threes. Mm -hmm. And, or no, Caruso, I'm sorry. Caruso, Caruso struggled yeah. recently too. Yeah. So he's seven for eight for, or uh, one for eight from his last eight threes. Um, and he's still shooting 44% from three so on the year so like is it's is it annoying yeah i wish he was knocking down you know two for five every game but like 
he's he's gonna be fine i yeah, yeah. i mean just i'm i'm not i'm not overly concerned <laughs> i'm just i'm just not um at at this point if as you said if it continues for another two three four weeks then yeah there there needs to be a discussion i mean maybe he needs to come off the bench you know um that would that would be fine as well with me you know it's not like he can't be replaced with you know caruso or wes if you play wes like that. or tht yep you know um there's there's definitely guys i don't really think tht should be starting just yet uh -oh. um but you know wes definitely would fit there uh caruso coos you know, but uh, th there doesn't need to be a Kuzma versus KCP debate. No, like I I don't want to go to that because one of the least favorite times that I had on Lakers Twitter was Julia Randall versus Larry Nance Jr. Thank God, oh my word! I uh, yes, those those were not fun times. And who so, and wow, guys, both are really both good of them players. are good. Oh my God. What a, what a coincidence. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Larry Nance heals up quick. I can't remember exactly actually what he hurt, but I know he's oh, out really? for like four, yeah, so four to six, really? like four to six weeks or something like that. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he was playing ridiculous defense, as oh, yeah. we all know he can. So, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully he heals up quick. Um, but so – for the All-Star game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but we, we do not – we don't – we don't need – there's, there's, we don't want AD hurt just to get LeBron the MVP. Like, because guess so, the only, the we only don't care thing as much as people think we care. Yeah. It'll, it'll yeah. be awesome to see LeBron win another, another MVP at 35 years old, but 36 years old, whatever. But at the very end of the day, it doesn't matter. All he, all that all matters is it only matters to Hall of Fame resumes and like, MJ versus LeBron debate sort of stuff. That, that's really all this stuff, stuff matters about. Yeah. What so, matters is him getting ring number five. And finals MVP number five. Huh? Yeah. And finals, and finals yeah. MVP number five. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that's that's all that that's all that matters. You know, like don't like don't let other fan bases bait you into that shit because that happened a lot the last couple of days and it's just guys it just doesn't matter this early in the year they have played 26 games there's 72 this year it so. was it was funny um after the lakers lost to the detroit pistons that uh, fans were all on the laker fans and then they oh, ended up being blown out by the pistons too <laughs> yeah 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 and guess what the the mvp will not be coming from the nets no. When you no have way. when you have three no. super superstars, or two superstars hey, and a sidekick, star. I don't know, man. Kyrie said that they are very a very unlucky team and they're against the odds. So I don't know. Ah, yes, you are right. <laughs> and also the quote before the year of of we don't really need a head coach. We can all just be a coach revolving around. I feel like I I feel bad for Steve Nash because this is his first year. But like you knew what you're getting yourself into yeah, when, you, when really, you were I don't know when you were gonna that. when you were gonna coach Kyrie Irving. I, mean, I, don't, I don't I don't feel that bad for Steve Nash to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I I, <laughs> I, I, I yeah, no, that was just should have should have picked your spot a little bit better. Yeah, you're gonna get massively paid, but uh, 
at what cost? <laughs> at what cost? Um, the last, the last thing. Um, don't want to, don't want to go too terribly long tonight. Hopefully, we don't um, go down any more rabbit holes. The All Star break. I literally don't care about the All Star break or All Star game. I I said it the last time we potted. Um, ever since then, now there's weird shit coming out about it. Um, of like guys, guys having to take private planes or driving. I know for like, I am, I am not obviously a world-class athlete. If I was an NBA superstar and I had to drive myself to a thing that I didn't want to go to. Oh my God. (laughs) No, I would. Yeah. I, I mean, LeBron has even said like, he doesn't want. LeBron said it. Giannis said it. De'Aaron Fox said it. Uh, Yeah. There's, there is no point to it this year. Um, other than money. money money that is the only reason um honestly i would just love for the players just to be like screw you adam silver and they're trying to do like uh with adam silver being really um suspect. not great this year yeah not, yeah, not that's great kind of at all. being able to not play then be, being able to play and then not being able to play again yeah, and, man, then, like, and, then, and then he attacked, and then he he said, "Free me on, on yeah. Twitter." <laughs> Kevin Durant I mean, is a treasure. <laughs> I I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into that. Oh, um, but the whole thing that the Mavericks have to play the national anthem. Man, when you make Mark Cuban Prime, look incredibly up. incredibly good, right? <laughs> right, what, right. Like, what's your like what are you what are you really yeah. doing when mark cuban yeah. is, is easily on the the better side of this without yeah. like, without, like that being like the only one who's on the good side of this right you've right. done something wrong man right <laughs> and no one noticed that's the thing no one noticed until literally really why do we do it why do we do it there's no reason for the national anthem I, I, okay the olympics i get it like if yeah, it's the yeah. Olympics, that's fine. If you're if it's an American thing versus a versus an international thing, that's fine. You know, yeah, both, I don't. Both countries I are don't, play their national. If you anthem. yeah, if you want to do it like the All Star Game, I you know because a lot of times they honor veterans there. Like again, I kind of understand it. Then every game though, yeah, there's it, no need. There's it, absolutely it, no need for it. Um, I don't even have league pass. But I hear from people that do, like from other countries, they say that they, it has played every game on League Pass, and it's just it's obnoxious. Like I, it like just I, speaking just for myself, as most people nowadays, you know, when you play sports, it's just high school, you know, of of that. Like that didn't hype me up. Like that that was just like, when are we getting this over? You know, and yeah. which is really, which was, it was a really touchy place considering I played out on a military base. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, I just, there's no one noticed, no one cared until someone finally was like, the Mavericks aren't playing the national anthem and we didn't even notice. So there's, there's no need for that. Um, yeah, that was it. NBA little... loves to act like they're the leader of, uh, <sighs> wokeness and it comes to nba or sport leagues uh they're right there with the nfl and mlb <laughs> they are yep because <laughs> yes yeah, no need for that just like there's no need for the all-star break uh I, it would make, I just, it would I just make... Want better i just want better for my favorite sport uh, that's all i want i just want better i, I want them to do better and yeah when they're not and doing it it's frustrating yeah there's been a lot of hot garbage with the nba this year um 
the the last the last thing about the all-star break is what they honestly should just do is do some dumb virtual nonsense just to like get people entertained just do what the the nfl did probably play 2k or something like yeah (laughs) yeah like no because no i mean it like the all-star break the all-star game doesn't matter anyways like it hasn't it's, mattered. It hasn't mattered yeah, in years. It's, so it's like, purely entertainment. It's not like the MLB uh, or what yeah. used to be in the MLB, where the winner of that had home field advantage. Oh, and uh, and it's always the dumbest rule in all. Of, one of the dumbest rules in all of baseball. Um, yeah. I the I think the only thing that is needed for that is just a break. Yeah, I just I think it, just give the league a week off, a five days off whatever just give the, them the give stars them are only gonna have like two and a half days off three days off yeah. something like that now yeah. that's that's why like if i'm lebron if i'm ad if i'm Giannis, if i'm jimmy butler if I, you know kevin durant i'm telling him i'm sitting out man especially if i'm like jimmy butler and lebron you know yeah. like they, jimmy they, butler they, has had covid this year yeah this yeah. last like, month yeah so like no i'm i'm, oh, did you I'm hear not... what anthony town said yesterday about the whole thing where where they asked him about the All Star game and he was like he pretty much was saying echoing the same stuff that LeBron and all of them had said and and then after that he said well I don't know what do I know it's not like I've had it or anything yeah or it's affected me and my family like yeah. who he's lost his mom during the bubble or right before the bubble yeah. I, I mean even though he wasn't participating um, and then he said that he's lost other family members to it so I mean yeah. there is there is literally no point to it do some stupid like 2k nonsense if you want them to get to play like 2k guys like flight or whatever like whatever you know like <laughs> like just oh my god it would it would be incredible please do this i would love just, to see it would, interact with these players you know what i'm saying though like <laughs> just some dumb like you know people would click on to watch that oh that'd you know? be great and, and oh my god no 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 you need flight playing with steph curry that is what what it needs to happen i'm just, so i'm just into the, the look at look at curry man like yeah. all that stuff Oh I'm just, I'm just you, saying, you like gold contact yeah. Adam Silver, man. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> that, just do some dumb stuff. Like, I'm not gonna watch, but I'm not gonna watch the All Star Game either. So, like, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, just, just give the guys some a week off, you know, like, just yeah. All um, that's all it is. That's all it is. The only time any of this will change is, is if a prominent player. If a player dies from it, which is sad to say, but unless a player actually dies from COVID, then they'll take it seriously, which is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. I mean, there was that Jags player um, who had it for months, and it was, but sadly, because he was like not a star, you didn't yeah. really hear. I don't maybe, even remember his name. Maybe if LeBron, if LeBron caught COVID, maybe that would do something because he's LeBron, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, I question it, someone would have to die. Yeah, I or almost die. You know. Yeah, and and we're not we're we're no we're, we, we don't want that to happen. We obviously. don't want that. Like it. It sounds like we're kind of like chuckling, but it's just because like those that time of you know it's it's sad because it's true. Yeah, I yeah. mean it, it is what it is. And yeah. it's funny, like people. Adam Silver is really riding 
off the that, Donald Sterling coattail. Mm, that's the yeah. only thing they've ever done. That's been good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think they did a good job of the which bubble like, overall, the but like, bubble, yeah, but like the Donald Trump, which is like the easy, of, of the political stuff. Yeah, that was the only thing. It, it was like Rob Palenka trading Lou Williams. It was gonna happen either way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to compare Lou Williams to Donald Trump. That's a weird comparison there, but. <laughs> 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 oh man, that 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 went off crazy. We'll we'll move we'll move on. The last thing is is we we're kind of talking about seating um before we started. I don't know how important really it is for the Lakers. Um, Honestly, they might be better off getting like a five seed and being on the road for every game, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> because home court does not matter. Um, I, I know some fans, of course, and last year the Lakers really wanted the one seed, even though I swear to God, they there was they there did, was times where they, they just didn't. exactly that's I was I was talking with Derek about that. They cared, but at the same time, they they also didn't care. Rajon um, Rondo played minutes in the regular season. That's how much, <laughs> that's to show how much we cared about he played game. he played regular rotation minutes in the regular season, they Al's didn't group care. Of inconsistent minutes. They didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care. They didn't care. So, um, just, just for, for this kind of like if the Lakers end up in like the, by the four seed, which I don't think is happening anytime soon. We see that the lowest. I, I don't see a team jumping up to that top three. No, it's right now. It's, it's the Lakers and the Clippers will hold tight. In that one, two, three range, they that's I, I, who it's. I can maybe see the Clippers dropping to like a four, like just to not play the Lakers in the second round. I can see that maybe, <laughs> or maybe, maybe vice versa. Like, I, I can see that happening. I like, I, I've seen a lot of people say, like, oh, the best thing the Jazz could do is hope for the Lakers and Clippers to, to, to like murder each other. And, and then everyone's like, well, the, the Clippers are just gonna fall, they're just gonna go to the four seed, then and then it's yeah. beat your ass in the second round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. The Jazz are twenty and five, and they have been they have been really really good, and you know they're a good story. Um, are they? Do, do do Utah people need to be that happy? I don't know. <laughs> this, is, this is a good point, you know. Um, Vernon Maxwell has you know some of the best tweets about Utah and their fans. Do we and really I don't... need to hear about Rudy Gobert's screen assist again? Oh God, yeah, I know Zach Lowe doesn't. Zach oh, Lowe does not need to hear about that anymore. Do do we not mention know. screen assist to man. Zach Lowe. It is just it is those it, those are still it, some it, of my absolute favorite. If you watch that, if you watch that game where Jokic dropped fifty on on the Jazz or fifty seven or whatever it was, I swear half of them were like he was moving Gobert every time. Like it was the, the wildest it's, thing. It's I'm just, like, this is the guy. You yeah, the like the the Jazz could get like a five game lead on the one seed and the Lakers drop down to four or whatever. Not yeah. happening either way. They're not getting a five lead when or five game lead and the Lakers aren't dropping a four in my opinion, but it doesn't matter because even guys on, on Twitter that just don't really like the Lakers are like that's the the jazz are good and they're a cute team and everything and they're you know they they it it doesn't matter because the lakers are going to curb stomp them oh they're and and 
I will say they have looked really good at, and they've been a great team. They are a horrible matchup for the horrible, Lakers. horrible matchup. The Clippers, maybe the Clippers, maybe I can maybe see that because I think they have the bodies to defend uh, Kawhi and PG. I think Royce O'Neal is a very underrated defender, um, and I think Gobert can help a lot there. They are a jump shooting team too, so they're a great jump shooting uh, defense team. But the Lakers have two incredible rim protect or uh, rim. Attackers and yeah. Aiden and LeBron, Dennis the thing is, the thing they have is, no one is, LeBron and no one is is Donovan Mitchell is a really good player. Oh, yeah. The Lakers have like five guys that they can throw at oh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Like, and and not to say that like they'll completely stop Donovan. Donovan will still put up points and, and um, numbers, yeah. but he Dennis will not be will, and Wes Matthews are all gonna get round KCP. Him. You can see THT on him, like on on him. You can see Kuzma on him. Yeah, yeah. Like he's gonna be swamped. That was seven guys we just named to go on. Like not, not even gonna happen. Not even including including AD too. Yeah, not even including AD, who AD has curb stomped. Go bear like oh every time God. except like once, and of it's course, like, like Utah is like, but that one time, that one time, it doesn't matter. He has a vendetta against Rudy Gobert. It's it's, it's funny. He, he did it. He dropped forty five on him in a pre a pre postseason bubble game. Yeah, that was and, and this is like him dropping step back three pointers yeah. right he's, on his head. He's just like, like you're you're. I'm. If he dies, he dies. Yeah, you know, like it's that is. Gobert is a good player, and I know Lakers Twitter loves to make fun of Gobert and downplay him. He's a he is a good player, not worth the the max or whatever he's, that they gave a him. Top, a top fifteen player, like a lot of jazz off that he is. He's not. He is he, on his team. I he is he is a fantastic defender. He is one of the best rim protectors the the league has probably ever seen. Considering you know he's seven three with like a seven nine wingspan. AD is just unfair. I mean, if you see him defending a pick and roll, defending a big in space, he can't do that. It's just no, not his no. offensive no. style. No, exactly, exactly. And the Lakers, the Lakers can attack him. They can get, they can play him off the floor. And what is, what are the Jazz going to do? Put out like I don't even know if Ed Davis is even there anymore. I know Tony Bradley's gone. So like, I don't know I don't even who their, I don't even know who their no backup big is. Uh, so I mean, like, so I mean, like, they they just literally they they're such such a bad bad matchup for them. So I I know like Bojan Bogdanovic, he's you know, he's been really good. Oh, I forgot Derek Favors is back. Oh, <laughs> Derek duh. Favors, Derek Favors can't do anything against Anthony Davis. We've yeah, seen no. that story too. Um, Jordan Clarkson been really good for them again. Oh yeah, Mike Connolly. Kind of looks like Mike Connolly again. Joe Ingles yep. is Joe Ingles. But then when you have Udoku Azabuki, who I actually really like, when you have two bigs that are more plotters than than anything, that's just it's you're just not well, you're three. not if you include favors. Uh, yeah, yeah. I get I for, yeah, favors just isn't. You know they they have they have some guys that I really like. You know Royce O'Neal is a good player. He's yeah. not stopping LeBron. Nope. You know like nope. what Jawan Morgan not stopping LeBron. Elijah Hughes not stopping him either. Me Gorgie Yang or uh yeah like me Yang yeah 
No. No, no, no. no. Give me my give me my boy Mie Oni. Oh, oh I do. I do love Mie. I do love Mie. I think get he has him. legit like, actual minutes. Does he? No. he gets, oh man, I I do really enjoy Mie. Um, nine minutes in the last game against the uh, the Celtics. He had nine minutes. And then Shaq Shaq Harrison. Shaq Harrison actually might be able to do some damage against like Schroeder uh, defending him because Shaq Harrison is actually a really good defender. Um, we all looked into that um, for that final roster spot before they gave yeah. it to Quinn Cook. Um, but yeah, that's that is just a it is such a bad. It's a bad, horrible matchup. The um, Lakers might sweep them. Like I wouldn't put it past yeah. them to sweep them. Or yeah. or no no no. What the gentlemen well, sweep? Well, well yeah, that, that's probably what would happen because that's what the Lakers did almost every series in the last the last one, where they they were planning on doing it and then they got really cocky in that last game against the in that game against the Heat. They yeah. ran out the Kobe jerseys, but yeah. like, they probably would have gentlemen sweeped through the whole. The whole uh, oh yeah playoffs four, if they didn't four, get a little too on all the way through man yeah. like they almost they almost did it and then yeah I got really cocky <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but anyways I I I think again it comes down to it comes down to Lakers Clippers and the and the playoffs Nuggets we saw how that went um, I, I think the only team I don't want to see outside of like the Clippers is I think the Warriors because I just Steph is the like Steph would be the second best player in the West currently right behind LeBron I think it would be Steph and he's a guy that can just win you he can win win you a few games just off of going crazy from shooting the ball not saying they would beat the Lakers not saying that but I think they would probably give the Lakers a I think it, it could be a gentleman sweep too I mean maybe but they don't they still don't have they st- they don't have clay well, well, say, and, I don't. I don't. I would rather not play them in the first round. Let's just say that. If, if yeah, possible, I'm, I'm, not play I'm fine. I'm fine with. I'm fine with that because I do think Steph would win him at least one. But I mean, we saw how AD was as a 22 year old going against one of the greatest teams in history, and then now him at 27. Yeah. Hopefully rejuvenated. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it, yeah. I mean, they have literally no one to stop him. Still, yeah, it, they it, they it's don't. Always the Clippers. It, it, it's it's been the Clippers since last offseason, man. Like, yeah. meet us, please. Like, meet yeah. us. Meet us there, okay? Like, but then, but then hopefully the Lakers don't turn into my Chiefs, and then don't put that don't put that negativity out in the world. <laughs> I'm sorry, LeBron, LeBron's I'm gonna. Sorry. Be- an incredible Le- pass is being triple teamed and and it's gonna bounce off of Kyle Kuzma's hands, <laughs> or he's gonna miss some like three point blank layups or something. <laughs> oh man, the Kuz yeah. fans will come after you. Now, so. <laughs> um, all right, I think I think that's it for us. Um, Merch, do you have anything that you wanna wanna end with? Um, I'm assuming we, we probably won't pot again until after the Nets game. So please. Even if AD doesn't play, just beat the Nets. Please beat the Nets. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see fucking fat ass Bulls got next. Uh, he's no. not my type. But people are gonna people are gonna post their repost his shit like they always do. So I don't yeah. want to see the guys on my on my timeline. Please beat the Nets. Stop giving idiots like that dude attention. Just stop the way the way the Lakers play it. They'll probably end up like 
relatively locking down the three big guys, but then like letting Jeff Green score 30 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, TLC is definitely getting 25. Bruce Brown is going to have like six steals. <laughs> I mean, that's highly possible. Um, all right. I don't, I don't really have anything. I would like to pod before then. Um, yeah. But, Hopefully we do, but we, if we don't, yeah, we please. See. Yeah. If, if we, if we don't just please beat the Nets. Um, I, I don't generally care about regular season games, but that is definitely one that I, I think I agree with. I'd like to see that one. Um, all right, Merge, where can the people find you? I'm still at Playoff Merge once again. I say I'm going to change it every episode, but I haven't changed it yet. Maybe I will, maybe I won't, but I'm at Playoff Merge right now. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm turning can... it the Nas with my mobile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, you can find me at Lakers1949. It is unsuspended, finally. Um, it's been for a little while, but uh, who knows? Maybe maybe I'll piss, piss off another politician. If not, the burner is always available at 19yanks23. Um, <laughs> if that one isn't suspended as well. So, That's the one um, you're setting the shots on. Oh, man, that, one, that one that one had a couple that were really good. I was surprised it was only a day suspension. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right uh thank you all for listening um hopefully we see some uh continued good play and hopefully ad is good hopefully you're pretty hopefully. soon so hopefully so all right thank you all for listening again and uh, go ahead rate review you can find our podcast literally anywhere you listen to podcasts so uh yeah have a great one bye Peace.